0: Welcome to the Rock Your World Naturally show, sharing God's prescription for total health in spirit, soul, and body. I'm your host, Rakesia McMillan, award-winning author, Air Force veteran, and total health coach. I'm passionate about sharing biblical truth, scientific research, and practical lifestyle approaches to help heal your world naturally. In this exclusive interview, I had the opportunity to host personal performance coach, emotional wellness coach, award winning author, and founder of Her Supreme Self, Leslie Tate. About three years ago, she became ill physically and mentally. Leslie shares that she wasn't sleeping well, experienced mood swings, was short tempered as she desperately tried to juggle everything that life was throwing at her. In addition, She was holding down a demanding corporate job. Leslie was unable to cope at work and found herself getting nervous and anxious, which caused her to doubt herself and lose her confidence. She no longer recognized who she was and kept questioning, what have I become? Leslie describes her mind and body as giving up. She came to the point of being unable to leave her house because of the mental and physical exhaustion she experienced. This was her turning point. Leslie sought out therapy and hired a coach. The experience impacted her in such a way that she became sharp mentally and physically recovered her health. This resulted in her receiving a promotion as her job was restructuring. She pivoted her career and left her job of 17 years and retrained as a personal performance coach and well being coach. Through her personal experience, Leslie helps women realize that success and stress don't go hand in hand and that it's possible to navigate life's demands with ease, balance, and control. Leslie is passionate about helping women on their journey of empowerment, transformation, and harmonizing the life that they've always desired. Ladies and gentlemen, please help me welcome to the show, personal performance coach, emotional wellness coach, award-winning author and founder of Her Supreme Self, Leslie Tate. Hello and welcome to the Rock Your World Naturally show. I am your host Rakisha McMillan, also known as the Total Health Coach, and I am so pleased to have on the show today Leslie Tate, and she is I'm going to share with us the work that she is doing with women and how she's making an impact in the lives of other women in in her world. And so welcome to the show today, Leslie.
1: Thank you so much. I am so delighted to be here. I just just being your in your presence and feeling your energy is just great. And so nice to put your face to those lovely emails that you send to me. So I am. (laughs) I'm just so grateful. Thank you.
0: Oh, it is my, my pleasure. My pleasure. And I'm looking forward to um, hosting you on today. And so before we get into the show, Leslie, can you let our listeners, let the women know what are you doing in your world right now that is rocking your world naturally? Sure. I think for
1: me right now, it's intentionally living a more heart-centered life. and. If someone had said that to me a few years ago, I would have looked at them completely confused and said, I don't understand what you're talking about. Um, Mm. But I, like many others, would spend far too long in my head. And as an introvert, you know I'm really comfortable in that space. But I think being comfortable there leads us to ignore so many powerful signposts that come from our body. And our thoughts are the language of the brain, and our emotions are the language of the body. And those emotions, as I said, they're really they're really strong signposts and they, and it's data that tells us what we really need how we need to live on a daily basis. And so by by being able to step out of my head and into my heart and really feel what I need on a daily basis and, and be able to give myself that means that I live a really aligned life. I feel like my head and my heart and my emotions are all in alignment and everything flows so much more gracefully it's just a graceful dance rather than having battles and conflicts going on and it is um it is a practice that I have to work at you know it I think everyone has to work at this particularly hard in the early days um Mm -hmm. and it's something that I teach in my program but you know when I get out of bed in the morning uh, as we begin to wake up lots of thoughts start to flood our our minds and for me that's when I have to say right stop what is it that I feel I need today and that might be walking in the woods with ice cream or sitting by the river and feeding the ducks you know what and what am I feeling into and how can I bring that into my day? And that really, it, it just feeds my soul and it gives me energy and I feel really centered. And so for me, living living that balance between heart-centered and mind-centered is, is how I'm rocking my world, I think.
0: Yeah. Mm-hmm. That was just put so beautifully and you hit on so many insightful points there. One, you said that I have to be about asking the question, what does my body need? What do I need today? And I don't think that that's a question that we ask ourselves enough. I think many times as women, because we fill so many roles, we're meeting the needs of so many others, that oftentimes that focus is taken off of our lives to just really sit quietly to say, what do you need today? And I think that's just a, one of the highest forms of self-care that when we're really tuning into what it is that we actually need, Leslie. And so mm. when you shared about aligning the heart with the mind, that's so powerful, And it sounds like what you shared that previously before doing that, that wasn't a space that you lived in, so to
1: speak. Is that true? That's really true. Yeah. I mean, you know, you've articulated it really well that so many women have so much going on and, you know, it's like a constant mental checklist. We're up here in our heads all the time and And I was in that place and my head was full of so much. And yet I never felt completely fulfilled. There was something missing. There was something that didn't quite sit right with me, which, you know, eventually led to to burnout for me. Um, But we do have this mental checklist and often we are at the bottom of that checklist. And if we could just flip that and, you know asking ourselves what is it that I feel I need today it's a really it's um it's a habit that you have to practice because the temptation is to go back into your head and think what do I need today mm-hmm. um, and then your logical mm-hmm. brain kicks in and you start to think okay what's logic what logically do I need but when you feel it, you know, you sense it with every part of your body and it only need take, you know, five minutes of quiet space, sitting yeah. down. What is it I feel I need? And just let yourself feel it. And if and if the, what you need to do is sit by the fire with warm chocolate and, a, and one chapter of a book, just let yourself have it, <laughs> you know, that might take 10 minutes, 15 minutes. But the the nourishment that you feel from that will energize you and will really power you up. So I encourage people mm-hmm. to have a morning routine that includes how do I feel today? What do I feel I need? And to try and give yourself that before you start the day, because you will be so much um, better at serving others if you're able to do that.
0: Mm. And it reminded me of a conversation that I had with a woman, maybe like a day or two ago. And everything that you just mapped out as far as if you need to pull away with that warm cup of chocolate or just relaxing, she made the statement, I almost feel guilty, making time for myself, Mm -hmm. that I can do it for other people. But when I try to do this for myself, I feel guilty about taking that time out for me. And so for a woman that is struggling, Leslie, or has that thought of, you know, feeling guilty about taking time out, for herself, her supreme self, what would you say to that woman or what advice would you give?
1: You know, I would say reframe that, okay? So it's so common that um, women do feel guilty taking that time. And as I said, it doesn't need to be a lot of time. But if you think about it, if you put yourself right at the bottom of the list, then you're just gonna keep pushing through everything until ultimately you've got nothing left. You've got nothing left Mm -hmm. to give anybody. You can't support anyone because there's just nothing left in the tank. So if you reframe that and think about it in a way that, well, do you know what? If I just get up 30 minutes earlier in the morning, have 30 minutes to myself,
0: just mm-hmm.
1: in, in, indulge in whatever I need. I'm yes. re-energizing and I'm not being selfish because I'm energizing. I'm charging my batteries so that I can give it back to you. And it's just reframing the, the thought process, I think.
0: Mm-hmm. And I think that's so good because it ties so much into the work that you do. I read something, I think, on one of your... Um, in your website, you were talking about reclaiming your personal power. Mm-hmm. I think that that aligns with that. When a woman is focused and being intentional about her self-care, that is a, a way of reclaiming that personal power back into her life.
1: Absolutely. Um, you know, it's a really empowering Um, practice to 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 set that time aside for yourself and actually what you're saying to yourself subconsciously is I'm worth it I deserve this I really Mm -hmm. you know I I value myself and you know adds to that um sense of self-belief and self-trust and and power and and and, yeah, it's a very empowering practice if you can reframe that thought about feeling guilty and feeling that maybe a little bit of self care is selfish, if you can reframe that, then you can really um get be energized by that practice mm-hmm. and and be mm-hmm. empowered by it, yeah
0: mm-hmm. absolutely. and so empowering women is a large part of the core of the work that you do so you can you share a little bit about her supreme self and how you um, help women and how you actually came upon that journey
1: yeah so so for me so my background um is was in a corporate setting so I spent 33 years working in corporate environments. And, uh, you know, it suited me at the time, because I like order, I like structure, I like processes, I like things that are in the right place. And I was all good. But I think, after about 20 years or so, I started to feel, you know, go back to that alignment feeling, I start just started to feel out of alignment. And I, I guess i thought i should be doing something else i'd had a really successful career in sales corporate sales and um that was all going well but there was just something in the back of my mind that said are you going to do this forever and and the answer to that was no but i just didn't know what it was that i wanted to do and so i just kept stuffing that down and stuffing it down and it would keep popping up again and i would stuff it down like we do we just ignore that nagging voice that says something's not right here um and then a few a few years later life took a few twists and turns um and actually it was just the perfect storm of situations so i was i was having this physical emotional physiological shift i was in my mid-40s and i was moving into that perimenopause phase Although I didn't know it at the time, my hormones were up and down and things were happening to me and started really to uh, lose a grip on who I was, I think. And then at the same time, I was moving house, but not just moving house. I was leaving um, my bachelor life, if you like, living on my own for 20 years so I was leaving that space to move house with my fiance. So that was a big shift for me. Mm-hmm. I'd also I'd also just started a new job. And so while I had credibility in the organization, I had those common feelings that, okay, I'm starting a new job and, and I need to rebuild that trust and I need to build that credibility and prove myself again. And I was also planning my wedding. And I became stepmom to two small children. And that Mm. was all happening all at the same time. Wow. And you know what? I just felt like the rug had been pulled from under me. Like there was nothing familiar left in my life. There was no anchor and I was in free fall. And because I was quite a strong, determined, independent person, I just thought, you know what? Leslie, you're fine, just push through, just push through, just keep going, Mm -hmm. just ignore these feelings because you'll get through it, you will, you always do. And so I did, and I just kept pushing on through. And then one day I went to to see the doctor for a routine appointment. And as I was sitting in the waiting room, I had an anxiety attack. And I didn't know it was an anxiety attack because I'd never had one before but I had all these strange sensations and this overwhelming feeling of fear and just vulnerability. And it was really scary, actually. And so I managed to walk to the doctor's consulting room, but my body was so flooded with adrenaline that walking was actually quite difficult. So I just made it there, just launched myself at this poor woman and just sobbed. And my whole life was just... I just felt like it was just crumbling around me and I, I didn't know what I needed. I didn't know what I wanted. I just had to just be allowed to fall apart, <laughs> but, mm-hmm. but you know what, with the support of her and um taking time out of work, because I, I was actually at a point where I just, I, I have to stop. I've just reached complete burnout. I am bone tired, I'm soul tired, my heart is tired, and there is nothing left in my tank. Um, So I had to take four months out of work. And I spent that time um, resting and building energy and my resilience and learning about me. And I guess what I did was, in a sense, was I built... I I did a complete life cleanse. So I took a look at my life and I said, "What's not working for me? What's toxic? Is you yes. know where are the relationships that don't support me? Where are the habits that don't support me? Where do I need to to, to shift and change and tweak?" Yes. And I and I did. I spent the, you know the four months doing that. I eventually went back to work very, very gradually. I suppose my, my recovery took all in all took about nine months in total. Oh, wow. um, but do you know what, I see that as such an enlightening phase of my life, because I got to know myself so well. And I did so much work that I came out the other side. Honestly, so confident, so energized, so in touch with who I was and and I just thought you know what I'm showing up at work in the world as me completely me authentically and and whoever doesn't like that doesn't need to be part of it and I don't apologize for any of it and you know I I thought you know I really like me (laughs) I I hadn't liked myself (laughs) for so long and I thought Do you know, I'm so, I'm just loving life. I'd go to bed so excited for the next day because I just thought, wow, what's tomorrow going to bring in terms of opportunity and just loving life. That then brought a new set of challenges because I'd, I'd kind of emerged as this, butterfly if you like and realized that my values didn't completely align with the organization that I was working with and the more I got to know myself the more there was a void between me and the corporate culture and that feeling that I described about not knowing what it was I was going to do that just came back and it kept coming back louder and louder and I thought you know what now is the time to nail this and so I just I did I threw myself into it I came across coaching, I signed up for a a free introduction to coaching and within half an hour, that was it. I knew I wanted to coach people and I knew I wanted to coach women who were going through something similar to what I'd been through because I know how great you can feel. I know how powerful you can feel and, and how self-accepting you know you can feel. And that feeling is just so exhilarating. And so I must I did a bit of a crazy thing actually. I'd been in that with that company for 17 years and I I left. I just left. Um I had a really good job. It was very secure and it was very well paid. And I said, you know what? I'm not doing this anymore. I'm leaving. And I decided to retrain as a coach. Um, So I spent the next nine months training full time to be a personal performance coach and an emotional well-being coach. And, And then I set up my own business. And that's led me to where I am today, working with women, helping them struggling with the stress of life that's just getting too much for them who maybe they're on the path to burnout or they've reached burnout um, and their confidence has taken a knock and their self-trust has taken a knock and the self-belief is low and helping them build that back and um, I guess ultimately living their most extraordinary lives
0: Mm-hmm. And just hearing your your journey and your story of how you know you came to this space Leslie that you shared that as an introvert there were so many emotions that you had on the inside but you kept ignoring those emotions and not really um addressing them And so what was the, was there a major turning point for you? You shared that you were at the point of having a a major breakdown, going to the hospital to where your body was totally incapacitated, having that panic attack just from all of the things that were bottled up and, and going on inside of you. And so, For the woman that needs to deal with the emotions that are underneath, what was the one primary thing that really kind of pushed you over to say, I can't do this anymore?
1: I think it was, I remember it was one day I was, um, in my recovery and I was off work and I was looking out of the window and I was watching neighbours. One of my neighbours came from her house um, and was talking to another neighbour and at the same time the postman walked up the drive and that, you know, that's just in this sleepy little village where I live and that that's just, you know, normal day-to-day stuff, isn't it? But I remember looking out the window, seeing this and thinking, how can they do that? How can they, how can they leave, how can they get out of the house? How can they talk? How can they get dressed? Mm. And 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 that's when when I thought, I, I don't want to be I don't want to be here anymore. I really don't want to be here anymore. Um and there was there was another occasion, um when I think I'd had an anxiety attack and what was going through my head was, um, I I don't, I'm trying to think of the words that I thought, and the words I was thinking was, I need to get away from myself, but I can't because wherever I go, I'll always be there. And that thought really frightened me. And, And then I knew, I've got, I've got to do something I've, you know, I can't just keep muddling through. I can't. I said to myself before, before I'd actually had this episode, okay, I've got five years or so left at work. If I just get my head down and and I just muddle on through, I can stick it out for five years. And then the prospect of doing that for another five years, I just, I can't do it. I, I just can't do it. I have to mm-hmm. embrace life you know, I have to, I'm not, I'm not that old, you know, I was in my sort of late forties by then. I'm not that old. I can't just muddle on through life. It's just such a waste. And so those, I guess that it was those couple of experiences that really led me to taking action and, and healing and Mm -hmm. healing holistically, I'd say.
0: Yeah. Because, you know, life, Is happening to us all of the time. It doesn't stop for anyone. And there will come those moments in our lives as women where we just have to come to that point to where there are just some things that we are going to have to deal with emotionally in order to move forward. Because we cannot move forward unless we deal with the emotional unrest, the turmoil that's keeping us stagnated. And so because you made the decision and mm. sometimes I think life speaks to us in many different ways. For you, it was just seeing a neighbor or just having those personal experiences that that spoke to you so, so loudly. And so mm. we can all um, think about, I think, certain times in our lives where it's just I can't stay here anymore. I've got to move from where I'm at. And so just sharing your story, I believe it's going to help other women to get unstuck and um, moving into a place of of momentum. And so because you made the decision, Leslie, to move forward, you've actually published a book.
1: Yeah, I have. Just last week it launched, actually. So it's very... (laughs) Part of the press actually i co-authored this book with some with some other coaches so a coach that i work with um someone who coaches me approached me and said would you be interested in co-authoring a book mm-hmm. um so i said okay well what are you thinking and he said, well, it's a book about transformational stories. It's the next one in the series. Um, and it's a book about how people have overcome adversity and what choices they've made, what paths they've decided to follow. Um, and despite the adversity, where they found the strength to just make a detour in their life and transform their life into something really positive and really inspiring. And so I said, okay, I've got things I can write about. That's absolutely for sure I have. Um, So I did. I co-authored the book, myself and 19 other coaches. We all have Mm -hmm. written a chapter. Um, And my chapter focuses on my start in life and how I felt about myself as a child, um, how my family life evolved and some of the challenges I faced during during that period And, and reflection on, I think, how that shaped me as a person and the choices I made and where I got my motivation from, where I got my strength from and how I turned that into a positive so that I could maybe inspire other people and it's a beautiful book it is every chapter is different um so it's a book if you're looking for motivation if you're reaching a crossroads in life if life's a bit challenging for you and you need that inspiration you need to know that you know you're not alone and there's a way out that this is a book to read because it will lift your spirits completely um and actually it did really well last week. It launched, it launched, um, as a uh, number one in seven con- countries across 33 categories. And we had, um, top 10 in eight countries across 43 categories. So it's done amazingly well. I probably should tell you the, t- the title of the book. <laughs> so it's called transforming your life volume five. Um, and it's available. It's available now on Amazon. So, yeah I would I would highly recommend it it's just and it's such a pleasure to write it as well hopefully you know anyone who reads that book will take something from it
0: wow that's incredible and congratulations on the success of the book thank you yeah it's amazing (laughs) awesome congratulations and so For those uh, women that are listening, Leslie, and feel like they need a deeper level of work, can you share with those ladies where they can find you out there on the internet? Of
1: course. So my website, which is Mm -hmm. hersupremeself.com. On my website, you can find the publications I've written for, the articles I've written, And I'll shortly be adding the book page so you can have a look at the book in a bit more detail. Um, There's my program information in there and it tells you module by module uh, what we go through in the program and what sort of outcomes you can expect to get from that. And also my calendar booking page is on my website, too. So um, so so there's my website. Um, You can find me on LinkedIn. Just search for Leslie Tate. And um, I think I'm the only one there. Um, or on Facebook, Her Supreme Self has a business page. So you can find me on there. Um, Instagram at Her Supreme Self. And I have, a, I have a private Facebook group as well for any woman who just wants to join a safe community of um, like-minded women who are interested in um, in well-being, which is mm-hmm. the... Um, Women's Wellbeing Hub on
0: Facebook. Wonderful, wonderful. And are there any parting words that you would want to share to the women who are listening, Leslie?
1: Yeah, I think, you know, if you're listening, if any of my story resonates with you, if you're feeling like, um, you know, you're on a similar path to me, you're struggling with the stress of life, the burnout, Feeling like you've just really got to do something to change how your life's going? Then book a free call with me. I offer a free thirty-minute call for everyone. Um, but if when you book the call, you type you type the word um, Rikishia in the comments then as a kind of special bonus, I'll extend that to a free two hour call. So we'll do some, um, we'll do some really in depth coaching. And um, yeah, reach out for help, whether it's me, or or whether it's somebody else, because you know, not I'm not the right coach for everybody. And, you know, it's got to be the right connection. But life is just too short to be struggling. So reach out for help in in whatever way feels comfortable to
0: you. Oh, thank you so much, Leslie. And it has truly been wonderful to host you on the show today. Oh, I've loved it. Thank you so much for having me as a guest. Thank you again, Leslie. And I wish you all of the best in the continued work that you're doing to help transform and impact so many lives of, of women and others everywhere. Thank you. Okay. You take care, Leslie. Thanks for listening. Be sure to share this show. Listen to the Rock Your World Naturally show, wherever you listen to podcasts. Rate and review wherever you listen. Visit WomenRockHealthCoaching.com for more information on women's health and events. Follow me on Facebook, Instagram, TikTok, and Twitter, and be sure to subscribe to my YouTube channel, all at WomenRockHealthCoaching for more content on how to rock your world naturally.